It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. Welcome to another episode of Financial Safari. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country every week. I bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Steve Siddall, and this week features a nice variety with a common message. Getting to and through retirement with enough money to live the lifestyle you've always wanted. Sounds nice, but it doesn't happen by accident. We'll hear from Coach Pete Neruda as he talks with best-selling author Tom Hegna. Eric Carney checks in with some thoughts on the Fed's latest move to stem the runaway inflation. And Joe Murphy talks with Medicare specialist Carol Von Nort on the upcoming open enrollment period. That's coming up, but first, huh, what a week. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. That was the week that was. It started way the list. Thursday was tough. Friday shaping up to be another down day. In early trading on Friday, both the Dow and S&P are in the red. The S&P hit its lowest level since late 2020. That's down about 8% for the month. For markets to really turn higher after U.S. stocks have lost more than 20% of their value this year, analysts say investors will need to see a break from the high inflation that swept the world. That hasn't happened yet. And with even more data arriving Thursday showing just the opposite is going on, you can just read it as recession inching ever closer. In the job market, initial unemployment claims decreased by 16,000 to 193,000. Now, just for reference, the past decade saw average claims numbered 306,000 and rarely dropped below 200,000. It is expected that with the Fed continuing to increase interest rates, that will weaken hiring. We'll see on that. Mortgage rates on the rise again. Freddie Mac reported this week that rates climbed to 6.7%. That's up from 6.29% just last week. For comparison, a year ago, mortgage rates were 3.01%. Well, the tide certainly has turned. Buyers are now backing out of deals in the Sun Belt as rates rise and home prices remain unaffordable. Now, the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City House Price Index rise slowed to... Okay. Well, the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City House Price Index rise slowed to 16.1% year-over-year in July, a lower rise than the 18.7% the previous month. A broader measure of home prices, the National Index, fell a seasonably adjusted 0.2% from July. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City House Price Index rise slowed to 16.1% year-over-year in July, a lower rise than the 18.7% jump in the previous month. A broader measure of home prices, the National Index, that fell a seasonally adjusted 0.2% in July from June. July's monthly fall was the first time the National Index fell on a monthly basis since February of yeah, 2012. Well, some odds and ends for you. 
A White House plan to cancel student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans is going to cost roughly $400 billion. That, according to a new estimate by the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, increasing federal budget deficits over the next decade and beyond. Amazon having another Prime Day event, this time October 11th and 12th. That's all in an effort to jumpstart the holiday shopping season. Most experts say the holiday selling season's going to be lackluster. I guess we'll have to see. The post office joining in the fray. They are raising prices just in time for the holidays. They say it will be temporary through the end of January 2023. Now, depending on the size and the shipping method, the price can increase by 25 cents to $6.50 for commercial products, 30 cents to $6.45 for retail products. That takes effect this weekend. And finally, a big week for NASA. They successfully crashed a craft into an asteroid some 7 million miles from Earth. It's called a DART spacecraft. It was launched in 2021 with the intention of slamming into an asteroid about the size of a football stadium at 14,000 miles per hour. They are still evaluating the outcome, but it appears to have done the job. Just nudge it out of the way, they say. Now, if it changed the trajectory at all, it's considered a major success. NASA officials say they're hopeful that if an asteroid is headed our way, this is how they're going to stop it. Just like in the movies, I guess. All right, let's get this pizza cooking. And for that, we turn to America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruta. In this clip from Financial Safari, Coach Pete is joined by another best-selling author, Tom Hegna. Folks, welcome into the Financial Safari. This is a show every single week we go out across the world and we, uh, we talk to people who make a difference uh, in the financial world and we want to make sure that, that you get educated, you get all the information you need to make the proper financial decisions. In my over 30 years in the financial arena, uh, if I had to put my finger on one thing that has caused more trouble for folks is they don't understand what they're doing, they don't understand what their advisor has been telling them, and they don't understand the money world completely. And uh, we've got a great expert. He's been on the show several times over the, the last decade and a half. His name is Tom Hegna, and he's joining us from Phoenix, Arizona, or maybe Scottsdale, Arizona, somewhere out there in that Phoenix area. And he's the author of two great books, Paychecks and Playchecks. And my favorite book is Don't Worry, Retire Happy, which Tom also turned into a PBS, Public Broadcasting Special. You may have seen him on TV. Tom, welcome in. Hey, thanks, Coach. Great to be with you again. It's always fun to have you on. <laughs> and it's always it's always fun to be on. And your color is orange. Every time I see you, you got the Every orange. Time. Yeah, it's it's a branding thing, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, the co the cover of your first book was orange, by the way. Yep, paychecks yeah. and playchecks. That's correct. Now we're here in in 2022. Believe it or not, I mean, I, I remember the year Y2K, like the year 2000, and we were all gonna we were all gonna be in trouble. The computers were all gonna take a break and leave us, and it didn't happen. And now we're in 2022. Right. And this has been a very interesting, let's say, last couple years with everything from COVID to inflation to recession talk to maybe even depression talk. Let's just take a step back, though. Let's talk to people in a, in a logical way. And I don't like scaring people. I mean, when, when, I, when I tell people to be worried, I really do mean be worried. And, I, and I'm, I, I'm a positive person. I try to stay positive. But I think we need to educate folks that are watching and, and, and listening uh, just on what money really is and, and how it can work in your favor instead of working in the broker's favor a lot of times. Yeah, well, you know, 
when it comes to wealth, there are really three phases. The first phase is building wealth. That's when you're younger and you're saving, you're investing. You, you know, you need to kind of be in the market so that you can get returns and grow. But then it comes to protecting wealth. See, once you have money, yes, you want to grow it, but just as important, you want to protect it. Like I always tell people, I want to make as much as I can make, but I don't want to lose what I've already got. <laughs> and see, mutual funds can't do that. Stocks can't do that. There are products that can do that. And then the last phase is distributing wealth, actually either taking it as income for yourself or giving it to charities or relatives or whoever you want when you, when you die. And so that's what I've spent my career, you know, helping people build their wealth, protect their wealth, and then distribute their wealth in the right way based in math and science. And there are some some principles that are based in math and science, not based in some broker's opinion. And that's what I go around and speak about. I don't sell any financial products whatsoever. So I just take the research of the leading PhDs around the world and try to share that with uh, clients all around the world. Yeah, we call it math over money. I mean, really, yeah. if you understand math, money will work in your favor. Yeah, and you know, like people don't understand inflation, but you know, Milton Friedman said inflation is always and everywhere a monetary event. Now, what does that mean? That means every time you print a dollar, what happens to the value of all the other dollars? Well, they go down a little bit. If you print another dollar, the value of the dollars goes down. Now, we've been printing trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, uh, and our dollar's actually gone up. Why? Well, because the Fed has been raising interest rates. But eventually, once this interest rate thing is going to happen, I mean, the problem is we printed all this money and now the Fed is going to try to shred $5 trillion of it. They printed $9 trillion over the past decade and a half or whatever. They're going to try to shred. That's called QT, quantitative tightening. They're basically putting money in the shredder. Well, we saw what happened when they pumped $5 trillion in. The market went just like this. What do you think is going to happen when they put the $5 trillion in the shredder? Well, it's going to have to go down at least a little bit. You know, So I, I, I think people should be worried, not scared, but just concerned and then prudent because there are prudent places you can put your money that won't go down. Yeah, well, my dad's a physics. He's a physics professor for 43 years, and and basically, what goes up must come down a lot of times. And for every action, there is an opposite or equal reaction. And so, just what you said, it, we we we, gosh, everyone was a stock picker here the last 20 years because everything was going up. It seemed like because right. the Fed was pumping so much money into the market or making the rates go down so low, there was no other choice for for Sally May down there who just retired as a teacher for 40 years. She had to take her money out of her safe bank accounts or safe places and put it into the right. stock market to try to keep up with the growing market that was going there. And, and so many people are in the market right now who should never have been in the market to begin with with the money that they have in there. Yeah, and you know what? I, I somehow. We got into this thing where it was either you have your money in stocks or you have it in protected products. That's that should never be the case. You should have some amount of money always in protected products and probably some amount of money always in the market because you want to participate when the market's going up. But you've got to have protection when the market goes down and the markets do go down and they can stay down for a long time. In Europe, the market's been down for over 20 years. In Japan, the market's been down for over 30 years. I mean, think about it. What would happen to your retirement? And I'm talking to your listeners. If this market went down and stayed down for 5, 10, 15 years, I think that would decimate a lot of people's retirements. It I won't think decimate mine, though, by the way, because I've, I've got enough money in protected products that I'm guaranteed, you know, to at least pay my basic living expenses <laughs> without having that subject to market risk. Well, and that's important because I think a lot of folks, if the market tanks and when it does tank, everyone just assumes it's going to come right back the next day. And matter of fact, it almost has the last 15 years. But Tom, like you said, there, there may be a time where the market goes down 
and then you jump in, you throw a lot more money in, and the market keeps going down. So buying at a low today may be buying at a high tomorrow because there's yeah. no guarantees. And I think a lot of people just got it in their head that the market always goes up. Where did that fallacy uh, approach our mental aspects? Because there's no such thing as guarantees in the stock market. Right. What they're saying is over time, the market has always gone up. So it goes up, it goes down, but over time, it's always gone up. And I agree with that. The problem is, if you're at a time in your life, like retirement, in or near retirement, and the market's going down and you're pulling money out of your account, that's a dangerous recipe for running out of money. It's called the sequence of returns risk, order of returns risk. Uh, David Machia calls it timing risk. You know, he, he lists 10, 10 financially identical retirees that have the same portfolio, the same investment, the same risk profile. The only thing different is they retired 90 days apart, 10 people. And you know what happened? Two of those people went completely dead broke. Two of those people became wildly wealthy, even though they were taking it out. And the other, the other six people, they made it. But we never know who are those two people that just based on timing, based on bad luck, they end up running out of money. You should never subject your retirement to bad luck. We talk about two of 10, and, and, and Wall Street uses that as a, almost as a sales tool, saying, hey, you got an 80% chance of success. But I always, Tom, and you do too, we've talked about this for years, I'm a skeptic. So I say, well, if eight out of 10 are succeeding, what happened to the other two of 10, and, and what could they have done differently to make sure that they weren't two of 10 in that bad place where they're, where they're not gonna survive through retirement? Yeah, imagine going to the airport and, and the pilot saying, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Retirement Airlines. There's an 80% chance we're going to land safely. Nobody would get on that flight. Yeah. Now, that's flying and that's your life. But you know what? You shouldn't subject your retirement to those levels of risk either. And you don't need to. You know, Black BlackRock, Barclays, um, Ibbotson, and even the Wall Street Journal have said if you would simply move your bond portfolio to some type of guaranteed annuity, either an income annuity or a, or, a, or just a one that's guaranteed to go up, you, your, your, your portfolio returns are going to go up and your risk is going to go down. This is math and science. This isn't an opinion. I don't sell annuities. I don't care if people buy them. But look at what bonds have done. I mean, Coach, it's not just stocks that have gone down. Stocks have gone down. Gold's gone down. Oil is going down. Uh, bonds, people have gotten crushed in bonds. This is the worst year ever for a bond investor. So if somebody's 60% stock, 40% bonds, they're losing on both sides. That's not supposed to happen. And I wrote an article, I don't know, years ago that said the 60-40 portfolio is dead, long-live life insurance and annuities. And all I said in that article is if you're going to be 60% stock, then you should be 40% in annuities or life insurance, something that is not going to go down when the market markets go down. And that would, was great advice three, four years ago. It's even better advice today. So I'm just telling people, just the simplest way to get involved with annuities is move your bonds. I'm not talking your stocks, move your bonds because people have been getting crushed in bonds. Yeah, a lot of people fall in love with their stocks. So it's almost like you're telling them to get rid of a family member when you tell them to, yeah. to, to pare down some of the risk they have in the market. Tom, another thing I've noticed, and, and this is very alarming to me, people will come in and say, well, my broker ran this Monte Carlo simulation and I've got a great chance of success in retirement. And I saw you, you, uh, you made a good point about this a few weeks back where you said the Monte Carlo simulation basically is at the mercy of who is entering the data. In other words, if right. your planner is anticipating you and your spouse both passing away at age 80 or 85, even 90, of course you're going to have a pretty high success rate. But what if you live longer? The success rate almost goes away. 
Right. You know, most broker, and I say, you know why they call them brokers? Because <laughs> you're broker than you were six months ago. That's why they call them brokers. But I say, you know, I'm not a big fan of Monte Carlo simulations because a Monte Carlo simulation, they'll plug in this data and they'll say, you have a 90% chance of success uh, living to age 90. Well, 63% of all married couples have somebody live beyond age 90. 50% of 65 year old couples have somebody live to be 93. 25% of those couples have somebody live to be 97. So what I tell people is if you want to do a Monte Carlo simulation, have your broker put in age 100 and just see what happens yeah his yeah. plans are going to fail they're going to get wiped out so don't use age 90 in a monte carlo use 100 or 105 that's my position you know isn't that financial malpractice when they're using those numbers that, that they know life expectancy is longer than that just to make a sale yeah i you know i i think the guy who posted it who was a very respected guy he said i'd rather be uh, vaguely right than um totally wrong or something like that. And I go, well, I want to be totally right when it comes to my retirement. I don't want to be vaguely right. I want to be right. And that's what I write about. That's what I speak about. So I show people how to never, ever, ever run out of money and to live their life. Look, I'm, I'm mostly retired. I'm 75% retired. This is the, the life I'm living. I own 11 annuities. I've got guaranteed income coming in so I can go up, play golf. I can play pickleball. I can do all the things I want where my wife and I are going to Hawaii in a couple of days. So I am, I'm not just talking the talk, I'm walking the walk. And, and you know, I've got a long-term care plan. I follow all the steps that I write about and talk about uh, when I'm out trying to help people retire the optimal way. Tom, really appreciate your time today. Again, Tom Hegna, the author of Paychecks and Playchecks, and also Don't Worry, Retire Happy. Tom, hope to have you on again and enjoy your trip to Hawaii. Thanks, Coach. Talk to you soon. Take care. That was fun to hear from Tom Hagna. I like his insight to what's going on in the financial world. Now, for an extended interview with Coach Pete and Tom, visit CoachListens.com. That's CoachListens.com. You can hear Financial Safari around the country every week. It originates on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. To reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, call 800-662-6808. You can also text PIZZA to 600-700. Visit PeteOnDemand.com for more information, brochures, videos, even books. You can also visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more about how they can help you. Pizza! On we go, this time to Southwest Florida, where we find Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza on their show, WealthWorks Radio. Here, we're discussing inflation and its lasting impacts on those in retirement. There's a lot of world-renowned economists that we follow. Jeremy Siegel is one of them, and, you know, he's having a field day with the Fed right now. You know, he really thinks that they dropped the ball. Um, however, Powell thinks that he's, he's, he said in the beginning, he's like, he said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get inflation down, and... That's not good for the American people short term. I mean, long term, you're going to be just fine, but it is wreaking havoc with people's small businesses. It's wreaking havoc with companies. It's wreaking havoc with the stock markets, obviously, interest rates, and now it's trickling down into the housing market. So, you know, there is a huge trickle effect when you go to take care of one problem, you know, it creates other issues. And that's that's what people have to realize. You know, uh, you know for every action, there is a reaction, and you have to realize that when you do something, the cause and effect of it is something else. And so financial planning is the same thing. Like, you know, we're, we're constantly looking at different uh, financial scenarios. If you do this, what happens down the road? And people are always looking for that instant financial gratification. They want that, oh, I just did something. The problem is, is that sometimes when we do something now and it makes us feel good now, it's a problem down the road. So the nice thing is about Donna Crone, she's a certified financial planner. She does a great job at forecasting issues. 
And inflation has always been taken care of in all of the financial plans. Our long-term financial clients, inflation is not an issue. So like I said, there's a lot of things that are going on here. And, and to be honest with you, the stock market's been all over the place. I mean, that's been a, a total train wreck this year. And I'll tell you, I'm very grateful that we've been so equity driven our prior years because that has propped up a lot of the portfolios. But people that were uh, introduced and stayed in fixed income, that has wreaked absolute havoc all throughout their portfolios. And when you when it comes to inflation, that's a whole other thing. And there's a lot of people out there who don't understand whatever got you in the hole is not necessarily going to get you out of the hole. And if you're in fixed income right now, that fixed income does not have the alpha, does not have the horsepower to bounce back in an upward market. So you've got to go through and you've got to reallocate. You've got to perform a portfolio recovery strategy. You have to have a way out of this. And unfortunately, there's a lot of financial advisors out there who do not know how to manage money. They're relying on a third-party money manager, and they don't know how to get out of this mess. And so this is where people are calling us up and saying, look, Eric, I, I need a different opinion. I need to get out of this hole. And you were talking about a portfolio recovery plan and not that the portfolios are, you know, beyond repair, but I mean, again, it's good to be able to jump in there and you're able to, to essentially guide us through this uh, sort of rough patch. There's a portfolio recovery strategy. And in this strategy, basically what we're doing is, is we're taking a look at the strengths and the weaknesses of the portfolio. We're taking a look at your risk, your volatility, actually your sharp ratio, which is your rate of return adjusted with risk. So what people really want is to lower your risk, lower your volatility, while hopefully increasing your rate of return over time. And you have to make sure that that allocation is up to date according to what's going on in the economy, what's going on with interest rates, what's going on with inflation. And there's a lot of people who just don't understand. And I think Joey later in the show will talk about a 60-40 portfolio, why that is not working for a lot of people. And now they're starting to understand why. Well, you can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. You can find that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download yours. Visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. And find him on TV too, both Saturdays and Sundays. Check your local listings for times and channels. Give him a call right here, 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 600-700. Pizza! We got one more clip, and for that, we turn to Joe Murphy and his show, Wealth Health Radio. Here, Joe and special guest Medicare specialist Carol Van Nort discuss open enrollment and the differences between the plans. Carol, I wanted to take the time. Welcome to Wealth Health Radio. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, hopefully we can educate our radio listeners on what's coming up, and I'd like you to spend a couple seconds here talking about the annual enrollment period, the dates, and what we can all look forward to and why we all should be paying attention to it. Great. Thank you for having me. Uh, Medicare open enrollment or annual enrollment period is October 15th through December 7th. This is a time of year that you can take a look at your Medicare Advantage plan and switch it up to a different one if you're not happy with the one you're with. Uh, most of the time, most people are looking at their prescription drug plans to maybe you added a drug throughout the year or uh, you're just not happy with 
the company itself, you can switch to a different plan there. Medicare supplement wise, you can definitely change your Medicare supplement during that time. However, you do go through underwriting, but you can change your Medicare supplement all year long. A lot of people think that they can only change it during that time of year, but it's mostly for Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare prescription drug plans. Great. Now, Kelly, you brought up an interesting point here because I hear this from from our clients all the time is with the new addition of maybe a new medication, maybe there's some type of illness that you have to take something and all of a sudden you're seeing these huge out-of-pocket expenses. When you're dealing with your clients overall, do you recommend that they do this review on the prescription drug plan, even if their medications may not have changed? Is this something that you do annually with your clients? Is this something you do as needed? How, how do you look at this annual enrollment period as, as maybe an advantage to someone that, that holds a prescription drug plan or has had major life changes or medication changes? What does this period mean to them? Do you get to switch automatically? How does that work? Okay. So Normally, we will always, when we first sit down with you and go through your medication list and then run it uh, through our Medicare center, it tells us which plan you should be on to save you the most money. Easy peasy, plug in your meds. It tells us which one to put you on. I'll tell everyone, um, you know, if you're just on a few basic generics, maybe you review your plan every year if you want to, or maybe every three, four, five years. But if we come across somebody who is on maybe some more expensive medications, and probably one of the most popular is a very expensive blood thinner uh, for anybody that has heart issues. Um, those plans, you're definitely going to want to run it every year. And I say this because your meds may not have changed, but your plan can change very dramatically. Uh, and a lot of people get that annual change of notice in the mail and they open it up and they say, oh, my premium went up a dollar, big deal. I'll keep my plan. But they don't take the time to look up their medications, see if it's still in the same tier level, how that has changed on their current plan. So we will tell them right off the bat, you're definitely going to be one that's going to want to run your medication list every year. Maybe you're just on one, but it's expensive, or you might be on 20 meds. The more meds you are on, the, you know, the higher the chances are you're going to have to change every year. Um, and we will tell everyone, we'll send you a reminder letter in September that says, hey, annual enrollment period is coming up. If you would like us to review your plan for next year, here's you know, what you need to do to get that rolling. And then we'll run it for you and contact you sometime you know, between that October 15th and December 7th. Well, I love that. You've made it really easy on, on, on your clients to get this process completed because I know, you know, this can be a maze going through Medicare and coverage and health coverage, especially for retirees. Um, with this annual enrollment period that, that is coming up October 15th, obviously you said the prescription drug coverage, that's huge for a lot of Americans. And I'm so glad to hear that you've made it so easy to address this and do a review. Can you talk a little bit about the Advantage plan? I know that it's, it's also called Plan C, but can you just break down what that is in a nutshell and why you want to maybe review that in this upcoming enrollment period? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so Medicare Advantage plans, yes, they're also called Medicare Part C, but they're also called Medicare plans. Uh, when you're, That's most of the commercials you see on TV are for Medicare Advantage plans. So it gets a little right. bit confusing because the government calls them one thing, insurance companies call them something else. Um, 
when we sit down, we go through both sides of it, whether doing, you know, Medicare supplement and traditional Medicare or doing Medicare Advantage. And we explain the difference and let you choose. Um, I can tell you just from experience, you know, most Medicare Advantage plans are they're very similar um, according to your situations. I mean, they're they're they don't change per se by each one by very much. So it's really just finding the type of Medicare Advantage plan that fits your situation the best. Uh, I can tell you most of the time when we go through the both sides, most people do like the traditional Medicare plus the supplemental just because they like being able to go uh, anywhere, not having to use a network. And they also, you know, don't mind paying a little bit more and just having more coverage. Um, but it's all really based on your you know, comfortable level. And we sit down and go through that and say, okay, which side do you like the most? Which side, you know, sounds good to you? And then we'll find you an advantage plan. And a lot of times we're having to find the advantage plan based on your prescriptions, because with traditional Medicare and a supplement, you can shop your drug plan. With advantage plans, your prescription drug coverage is normally included in that. So that is your Medicare Part D. You're not able to shop it separately. You can catch Joe's show, Wealth Health Radio, Sundays at noon on AM 560, The Answer, WIND Chicago. You can also find his podcast on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about him and his business, visit the website, mwmfinancial.tax, mwmfinancial.tax. Well, there you have it. Episode 163 of Financial Pizza, complete, nicely done, ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week. We bring it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, just subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere you download your podcasts. And as long as you're subscribing, rate and share it, we really appreciate it. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 600-700. I've got links to all the advisors and to Tom Hegna on the show notes with this podcast. If you'd like to reach me, email steve at financialpizza.com. Find me on Twitter at Steve Siddall. Financial Pizza produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from the studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really do appreciate it. Going to be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.